The most important question I ever got was, what is your legacy? Not the material legacy, but if life stops here, how do you want to be remembered? What is that energy? How do people see you? Complaining? Uplifting? What is your frequency legacy? This podcast series is a result of that question. What is my legacy? A phoenix is burning itself on a funeral pyre, rising from the ashes with a renewed youth to live through another cycle. This fertile ash is filled with phoenix frequencies like compassion, love, forgiveness, intuition, wisdom, generosity, resilience and creativity, an evolution and involution. I've been in the ashes. I want to give voice to the Phoenix frequencies. On a weekly basis, I share my resources or interview another Phoenix. I'm Nienke van Bezoyen and I welcome you if this resonates with you. And I invite you to the courage to rise. Welcome to the Phoenix Frequencies. You don't need courage to shift. Let me start with what I wrote for a book, what I still have to publish. Here we go. It's October 22nd, 2009. The earth is waking up with a bit of mist. And from there, the late autumn sun is pouring out the last bit of warmth on the coloring leaves of the tree. The wind is chasing the dry brown leaves that already reach the wet ground of the garden. Suddenly the wind blows a strong strike of chilly air around the tree and then it happens. The seed drops from the branch and shrills down and down. Gravity is pulling stronger and stronger. It is the moment the seed knew it would come. Life has prepared it all along. The soil feels cold and wet when the seed lands on the earth. The wind blows leaves on top of it. It gets dark around the seed. The light and the sun the seed has known all its life is gone. The leaves and the soil are swallowing the seed into the earth. The seed knows what to do next. The seed doesn't complain about the circumstances, the lack of light or warmth. It never weeps for the changing environment into the rain and snow from being in the sun, waving in the air into the cold elements of earth and water. The seed doesn't think about a new strategy. The seed doesn't feel abandoned, rejected nor abused. From being in the dark, the seed does what it has to do anyhow. Keep growing towards the light and transform to the next stage of the life, sir. I would say, if the seed was afraid of the darkness, it would not proceed to grow. What do you think? Does the seed need courage to shift? What is courage anyhow? Is courage proving you can do something? And if you're proving you can do something, to whom are you proving? To yourself, to others, to the world, 
does that sustain your frequency of growth? Maybe. And when does courage come up? Courage comes up when something is at stake, what you really value or what you love. Within Heart Ambassadors, we say it's not courage or fear, it's courage or love. And if you look in all kinds of areas, when you can be courageous, you can be physically courageous. Is that to keep going? Is that resilience? Is it balance? Is it commitment to a healthy lifestyle and commit to that? Is that courage or choice? Or social courage. To stay with your core values, even if that's not the social norm in your environment. Is that courage or is that choice? Or emotional courage. To look at your feelings and emotions without any attachment or guilt, honest and intimate with yourself, what's really going on. It's just looking when something comes up. Just look the dragon in the face and just see what's really there and what you can transform. Is that courageous or do you do that if there is enough at stake? Well, you pick intellectual courage. To be open to other perspectives, to learn and unlearn knowledge and behavior, what you think is your truth. Does it take courage for birds to soar when the wind is just right? Or is it just tapping into the right circumstances so you can move on? If courage comes up when something you love or value is at jeopardy or at stake, the action will come naturally. When there is enough at stake, you will move on and it becomes an effortless effort, moving mountains for others or yourself in a split second. And sometimes it takes a long, long time of procrastination before you feel enough courage. There is enough at stake to really move on. And now I realize the good intention season is coming up. And all these promises, what you would change next year, and sometimes they don't last that long. But when they do, and you really shift, there is enough at stake to take the actions. Then you need the courage to get somewhere. But what is that courage to get somewhere? Can that be a frequency? like tuning into another radio station. That requires letting go of thoughts of how things should be looking or could be, but according to whom? What are you telling yourself? Courage can be letting go of your righteousness or opinions, even when it feels uncomfortable or it is an unknown area. The courage to let your armor down. But how about finding the supporters of courage, such as curiosity, wisdom, hard vulnerability? Then you don't need courage, just the willingness to change your perspective, just for fun. Can you be laying down on the floor? Can you look at the trees from the earth perspective? How would life look like if you would change your perspective just for the fun? And there can be another thing popping up when you act courageously. 
just because for you there is something at stake. If the outside world around you doesn't understand why you're acting courageously when you didn't act that way before, two things can happen. Either you can get admiration, say, oh my goodness, that's courageous, and you can be a source of inspiration. But there's another side too. It can be frightening for people that you act based on your values, on your frequencies, on your choices in a courageous way, what looks courageous to them, but it can be frightening because it's too difficult for them at that time to act in the same way or to act anyhow when things get tough, when things get difficult, when the hurricane comes, as Aaron says. They prefer to hide. They prefer to step aside. And that isn't because they're not courageous. They just make a different choice. They can be just in another stage of their life, in another stage of development. Things aren't linear all the time in personal growth, in the choices we make. Are you courageous enough not to judge them? Are you courageous enough just to make another choice and be in conversation? You might face people who see your change, your transformation as an obstinance because it isn't fitting in their world any longer. Is that a fault? Is it their fault? Is it your fault? No, it's no one's fault. It's just a choice of frequency. So do you think when I develop my new brain patterns and did something stubborn, because I wanted to walk again, I wanted to hear again, I wanted to live again by choice, not by courage. Ask a firefighter who rescued someone from a burning house. If they did that because they wanted to be seen as courageous, the answer most likely will be no. I just wanted to do that because a life is at stake. If you ask a nurse or a doctor, who saved someone's life, is that a courageous thing to do? It's not by that courageous choice, it's because there's a life at stake. So what do you do? When I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, I came to a point where I didn't allow my tiredness, my disabilities to live my life. That's not a courageous thing, that's a choice. And everybody can make a choice like that. It's like the bird sitting in a tree, feeling the wind underneath the wings coming up and just step in and soar and rise and rise and rise because the frequencies are right. It's a match of how they really move on. What's your choice? Do you dare to soar? Do you dare to rise? Do you dare to tune in to another radio station with another frequency. If there is enough at stake for you, there is enough at jeopardy, you will find the courage to tap into another frequency and dare to rise. Welcome to that frequency, your Phoenix frequency.